Hello, and welcome to Science with the Gays. My name is Lester. Introduce yourself, gentlemen. I'm Garvin. <laughs> and I'm Gary. And we are not scientists. <laughs> well, we believe we are, but... But we um, love science. We're just three creatives talking about science, which I think is, you know, very important for the scientific world. Right? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. how yeah. are going to look outside of the boundaries of science if we don't have creatives <laughs> talking about it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, well, there's always a science. Like you've said, there's always a science to everything. There's always a science. There's a science for so today yeah. we're going to talk about the science of internet dating <laughs> or yeah. dating. So for, for those of you who are dating out there, uh, please feel free to send comments and your own theories and to internet dating. But uh, considering social sciences, how do you feel about dating in this day and age? Wait. Well, for myself, I, I guess I'll speak for myself. Yeah. It's quite complex. It's like the lottery in a way, you know? Like there's like a misplacement in numbers, per se. So there's like a lottery that's like 32 million, and there's X amount of people playing the lottery, and only a few will win. So I guess for in the numbers, I guess you would think of, huh? I, I agree with that. I like that. Yeah, like it, it's, it's very, it, to me, dating online is like the lottery. You know, many will play, few will win. Yeah. And, you know, you may win and have a relationship for two years. You may win and have a relationship for 10 months. You may win and it may like change your life and you you know elope and you know and start a life with somebody like elope get married and yeah I guess, yeah it and i think you know i guess because we're scientists technically i think as well as there's the chemistry yeah you know, chemistry whether it's mentally or physically or emotionally especially when you meet them like scent for example you know is like very, very important. Like you can see a picture of a really hot guy. You're like, I really like like this person, and you meet this person, and you're just like, mm. <laughs> well, and it's, this is this is where it becomes like, is it any different than dating without the internet? Um, because realistically, yeah. isn't dating in itself kind of a lottery? Like you're lucky to meet a person that you connect with. You're lucky if it like it's beneficial for both you're both in a healthy mental space like you're you're both i mean in the same going in the same direction mm -hmm. i've won many lotteries and i've lost the money real quick real quick that i'm i'm like i was a I'm, prostitute kind of like you know that money just disappears real quick and then i get cool. it again and then somehow i just never managed to keep it i buy a lot of shit yeah <laughs> me too but does it stay at the same <laughs> like is it is it beautiful as it was the day you bought it and i, oh, I throw out all i throw out all you know memories of it <laughs> yeah and then i'm constantly broke 
<laughs> possibly broke. Okay, so yeah. this, this is kind of <laughs> if it broke, like, don't fix it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, well, well, this is what I've what I've realized. Like, I kind of personally come to terms with the fact that I do not want to date on the internet because I feel like because of our generation and how many of us have like, especially like astrologically where we were born in this like stage of like people just want to be liked they just want to be accepted and they're basically willing to do just about anything to get that exception whether or not how they get it from you is healthy in any way and like Mm -hmm. i just (laughs) went through this like especially now because of what they're saying that millennials like how because it's our generation on right millennials are from Mm -hmm. 90s like late 80s to the early 90s into the late 90s so like this is like this is our generational graph and as much as people are like millennials we're kind of ahead of the curve as far as like emotional awareness goes but we're still stupid children in the sense of we're like expecting what we purchase or like what we buy to get everything whereas like that's not dating that's not connecting like that is real so I'm wondering if like, if we are just change the science like ever so slightly, like what do you think would happen hmm. if our profiles no longer had images of us personally, but like our day lives, like our daily lives, do you think that would change the dynamic at all? That would totally saposexual the like, the situation, which may be a good thing. But I think that allure people in in a, an emotional way. It's you you completely like you said, Gary. You negate the whole idea of visual appearance, and you go, oh look, like look at what this person is doing in their daily lives, or look what this person loves to do, or his his or her hobbies, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And yeah. but there is always going to be that little aspect of I wonder what they look like. You know what I that's mean? The human. And that's that the whole human. going back of. Yeah, it's that game show That's where exactly you learn about the person and the, the yeah. curtain's there yeah. and you don't drop the curtain until you go, okay, I choose number one or I choose number three or I choose whatever. Yeah. And then you go. But the thing is, is that the world now is so visually stimulated. Over stimulated. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. it's just like people I don't think even have the patience to to say, oh yeah, he's got a nice, I love how his paintings are. I love, yeah. you know, what this looks like. They're just like, yo, yeah. give me the dick. I just yeah. want to see what yeah, it Yeah, the like. attention span just... is so, like, crazy. Of like, the penis, in... though? Like, speaking of the penis, especially, do you think that it's because of our age group? Because we're at an age right now where, like, sexuality, never mind the age that we're in, as mm-hmm. far as, like, global consciousness goes, but I mean, like, us in our age group, but, you know, between those people that are in their 30s going into their 40s, our sex drives are and our understanding of sex is like kind of like in the same region. So, <laughs> like, I realized I was a filthy pig about 25, right? Yeah, and, yeah. But, but it never really like gone into like act by the time I was like 35. Like I wasn't really doing all the things sexually that I was interested in until I was about 35 feeling that comfort. Do you mm-hmm. think like, especially cause now the dating age is that age. It's not like, you know, we have 20 year olds that have been dating since high school and that are yeah. 
relationships for a long time. Yeah, like my brother, for example. My right? brother, and then you have us, <laughs> who are still single, who are yeah. still, who are still like you know looking for love. Whether it's all the wrong places is yet to be determined. But we're mm -hmm. also getting younger people. I think yeah. we're just we're also sexually stronger too. We yeah. our generation is that kind of and they say it all the time that last generation that is um very forthcoming and uh we say what we speak we say what we think we don't give a fuck but yet we're still respectful to know certain boundaries and yeah. i think we're the ones that are like sexually forwarding um the okayness to be open and to say what you want and to try out new things like i was yeah. I was playing with carrots when I was really young, so, and it wasn't something yeah. that was like, oh, you know. Let's get it. Let's, let's, I didn't put it back in the fridge. I never put it back in the fridge. But, um, yeah, I was, I was like, okay, let's, yeah, let's, you know. Keep it warm. <laughs> Remember to parboil it first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to get that too, like, <laughs> Remember, it broke off a couple times. To parboil your carrot. Check my temperature, honey. I mean, if you're so tight, that carrot, that hard boiled carrot is not going in very far. <laughs> no, it's just going gonna... <laughs> to be like, boom! <laughs> <laughs> and there it is, science again. See, science is important. If we can. <laughs> yeah, if it's too soft, it's not going to go through, right? No. So. Yeah. But no, I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I think you're 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 right on that aspect of like we we're a different breed. Although I do think that the younger mm -hmm. ones that are coming up now are so open to like sexual orientation and super um, open and I love it. And, yeah. I love yeah, it. like at some point they're gonna be and I wish I was I don't know if we're gonna be around at this point, but there's gonna be a day where some people are maybe like they're just gonna be walking around naked, you know, and it's gonna be an okay I think thing. So. Like, well, they oh, already I have that. We haven't. Yeah, we already have well, that. Not legal to be naked, naked, but yeah. Well, I mean, there's certain parts of the world where like it's only acceptable unless you are naked as well, you know. And then there's like, well, this, like the beach, like the nude beaches in Toronto and stuff, where like you have to, or at least be partially nude. Um, that's the yeah. other thing though. I think like we're kind of like on this strange kind of weird plateau where things that are beautiful, like especially yeah. like plastic surgery and such, you know, people yeah. are like, starting to be proud that they've augmented their faces and their bodies. Yeah, but it's yeah. Like a shame kind of like comes hit and miss. Like I'm yeah. not, I don't ever really see myself ever wanting to get plastic surgery. Yeah. But yeah. I definitely understand that there are certain parts of my body that I could change easily if I had enough mm -hmm. money. And mm -hmm. I think that kind of does it come with confidence? Or is it like another false sense of security? Because the reality oh, I think it's false sense of security. Yeah, I agree. I know people who have gotten shit done we get to and they still feel the same. And that's exactly. why they do more and more until they look like a fucking cat. And there's like one point, at one point, your body That's is fine. gonna change. Like there's nothing exactly. you can do about that. The age, all of that, like it's going to physically change your body. So- Gravity. There's gonna be, you're gonna reach a point where, and I mean, this just differentiates people uh, to that point where they, they go, hey, do I love myself enough to accept who I am or do I love the, the work that can make me look better? 
mm. you know? And I think us, the three of us here, are in that group that's like, fuck it, I'm never going to change. This is what God gave me. This is what I, we've gotten so used to the, the, the not-so-great-looking parts, the whatever. So why the fuck am I going to change it to look like Tom, Dick, and Harry? And I love that we're in this generation that we are now thinking of that. We're now thinking, like, like in the 90s, for example, you know, like, growing up in the 90s as a teen, that thought of, like, oh, if I was only that skinny, like, I can, like, wear this and that. And, you know, like, growing up, I was a big kid at the time. And I remember the 90s, like, the PVC pants yeah. were in. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I really wanted one, but being a big kid, of course, go to um, Le Chateau, which no longer exists, so I can yeah. say that. Oh, Le Chateau. Uh, yeah, only went up to at size, like, 30. Yeah. At yeah. the time. Because <laughs> that was, yeah. at the time, the ideal shape that they wanted you to be wearing that particular pant. Fast forward, it's kind of back, but the array of sizes, like, I would never wear it because it's just not my cup of tea now. Yeah. But it's so wild that you will now see from like size zero to maybe size, I don't know, 30 for um, maybe cisgendered women or whoever, you know, um, they's to uh, like, I guess for like cis men and whoever uh, feels to wear um, cis uh, male clothing from, you know, the past was like what, size like, 24 to maybe size 32. Now you have an array where you can get from like, you know, size 25 to, or 24 to size like 50 or more. Yeah, depending, depending. Depending, like, of course, I, I in your own like regional country. Still like, only like kind of adheres yeah. to size zero to size 12, which has still changed so much that it's not really like, I'm a true 14 and 16. I'm truly yeah. between 14 and 16. Um, I have to usually buy 2X in like fast fashion in order for yeah. my body to feel comfortable in it. And it still doesn't feel right or fit right in any like certain area because my and body- And you double that size if you're buying it from overseas, which I rem- I've experienced. Yeah. You know, well, like usually a shirt, I wear a large, extra large. But if I'm buying something from overseas, um, then I have to get like a three or four uh, extra large just for it to fit me like a large extra large. Yeah, and it's because nothing's standardized, which kind that's of right. brings us back to the point of standard dating. Like that's the reason yeah. I don't think I don't I don't really understand. Like I've been dating online since before dating apps were even fucking possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, AOL yeah. was my personal chat. Yeah. I remember they, that. Like, to date other people, talk to other people in my space. I hear that white noise from that one of, one of the best relationships Mind I've you. I met with Mind him. You, I, you know, like. I never, <laughs> I never experienced really dating on any of those because at that time that those were so high and, and popular, dating in the gay world was still so quieted like you could never let your 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 co co what do you call it co students or like the people you were going to school with know that you were on myspace looking for a man yeah you know what i mean so it's like it was the worst worst yeah Yeah. and this is why i'm so like i'm so happy that it's changing now yeah and i'm everything is gonna be but i'm also so fucking jealous because 
Uh, well, maybe not, because going back to what you were saying before with the younger generation, I don't even think dating is going to be a thing anymore. Well, I, like they're just, they're so fluid and they're just jumping into bed with each other. I think it's going to be a mixture. Like, I think this is going to be a mixture. It's just more open. Like, it's more like than like it is gonna be you so going to be going online. Like, I'm looking for like the love of my life and really you're just looking for a fuck. Well, but, I, I think that's kind of just human nature. Like, yeah. like, let's, like, big picture here. That's really just human nature. Most of us want to get laid. That kind of, like, instant gratification of having an orgasm, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, the whole, like, women learning how to masturbate and being open with the act of physically pleasuring themselves. So she's, I'm being okay with it. Expecting somebody else to, because remember, like, yeah. every single gender if you will, or every single yeah. version of life has had, has its own challenges, but we all essentially have the same challenge as far as connection goes. Like all of us mm. have challenges, like, you know, especially like homosexuals, you know, me being a sapio, I, I mean, I've never felt threatened in my construct as far as my sexuality goes because I mm -hmm. physically look like a woman. I'm mm -hmm. attracted to men and women equally. Mm -hmm in a mm. lot of ways, but mm -hmm. perfectly content with the parts that I was given because I recognized that that mental, that whole like penis envy, like I learned that at a young age, yeah. you know? So I was aware of the fact that I could possibly have penis envy, but I could never own, physically own a penis. And we're talking about a 16 year old girl thinking this. I could never physically have a penis. So I just have to be okay with the fact that I have this body and I'm attracted to both. But not yeah. a lot of people have that experience. I've also been alone most of my like dating life. I've had like a few boyfriends. I've slept with more people than I've actually dated. And mm -hmm. like realistically, mm -hmm. I was never raised in a home where my sex, my gender was ever a problem. Mm. So, you know, that is a very different kind of growth experience where I'm sure most homosexual, if not all homosexual people, or non-binary people have had that point of, I don't know what I am, or I don't feel accepted, which is kind of a hard plateau to start from as far as seeking out sexual gratification. Mm -hmm. Like, it's hard for anybody who's like, my sex is wrong to be like, I'm going to go and try and get that sex. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, we all have our challenges, and I'm totally ranting here um, no. at this point, but it's, like, I just feel like the challenges are starting to supersede the actual point, which is to connect to another person, mm -hmm. not to, like, yeah. expose yeah. yourself onto somebody else or make them into something that's more digestible for you, but just to simply look for someone who makes sense for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's almost like the goal is to see how much you can come and how much you can get off yeah. instead of how much you can find in a person or what kind of person. Yeah.